Look where your natural ones have gotten you now. We're the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. How's everybody doing? Woo! Natural uh, ones, baby. Natural ones, yay! Hooray! I'm good. All right. Well, yeah. Well, for now, because you guys have dove even deeper into this underground temple beneath the sewers of Vigil that has a population of 11,500 people. Ugh. He had to leave Doswin behind. Uh, she fell to that dragon just outside. But you've pushed on and are now about to fight four more of these armored knights that you keep coming across. So, let's have everybody roll initiative. Randolph. 13. Rogyar. 19. Vipera. 13. I assume Vipera's got a higher initiative mod than Randolph. She does. Yeah, I think so. And Uhtred. 29. Wow. Okay. Show off. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so just uh, before we start, I just want to direct your attention to to this guy right here, uh, because I explain that these four knights are uh, look like they're ready to fight. Uh, if you look farther into the room, you'll see what looks like two uh, holding cells. The western holding cell, uh, like directly to your south, there stands a familiar-looking old man with a tattered cloak with, uh, with black feathers adorned on it. And Vipira specifically... Uh, I, I think the other guys may have gotten a glimpse or two, but Vipira would definitely recognize this old man from outside of Bruna's quality shields uh, as the man kind of watching you creepily from the alleyway. And when Vipira ran at him to confront him, he disappeared. But he's in a jail cell now? Yes. But, uh, but he was a bad guy. Yes. Presumably, he's Dundon. He's the guy that... These knights went up into the die works and kidnapped while slaughtering the rest of the six wise crows. Yes. I that thought is... the old guy in the alley was the one who set the place on fire. He is. Maybe. Well, we presume he is. He's the one, we, we think he's the one that cast the summon monster thing to bring out that elemental, both of them. What's confusing Joe is that there's that it could have more than one be character. the same person. There, there, there's <laughs> there's Matt there's Damon two, and Ben Affleck. There's two groups the of there's two groups of bad guys that may not get along with each other. That's what's confusing me. Okay, so up first is Uhtred. Well, I know these guys are kind of the mooks of this crawl. These look like the same black armored knights we've been seeing. Yeah, all these black knights look the same to you, don't they? Ah, uh, yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah, they look they look more or less uh, the same as the other ones that you've come across. I just have my mirrors going, and I think my frostbite, possibly? As long as you haven't touched a goddamn thing besides your weapon since you cast it, then. It's been more than a minute, though, right? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's been more than a minute. Okay. Um, so, well, Valor's not keened anymore. Yes, correct. And I'm not going to spend an Arcana point to do that. We probably have more than two more fights than this, right? 
How many Arcana points are do you have left? That's what he just said. I think he has three left. Or? Yeah, wow. three left. So I think we can handle these guys without me needing to be critting all the time. So just going to move up. Uh, with my move action, I'm going to swing an unkeen Valo at him with, uh, I believe I have five charges of the Frostbite left. So this will be the first of those five. All right. That's uh, 24 to hit. 24 will beat its uh, will beat his flat-footed AC. Now you say it like it wouldn't be his unflat-footed AC. Yeah, he oh, likes to do you, that. I'm just giving you the facts. He is flat-footed, and you hit him. All right, he takes seven damage from the scimitar, 14 non-lethal cold damage. He's fatigued, and you know I'm coming in with that hot, hot intimidate. If I knew the alphabet could find my skills appropriately. That's a <laughs> 25 to intimidate. All right. He will be shaken for two rounds. And fatigued. Oh, that's all I got. Okay. The old man, presumably Dondon, he's just going to uh, move five feet north within his cell. And he just kind of has his, holds his hands up to like, you know, just like classic prisoner stands where he's got a hand on two bars and his, his head between two of the bars and he's kind of like watching what's going on uh, and it is Rogar's turn Rogar is going to fly into the room and then kind of bank to the right and to get over into the corner and then oh actually need to make a fly check to make that hard bank to the right but a 23 should be enough to do that Rogar gets into the corner and is going to shoot an air blast at the one that Utra just hit. Okay. Uh, deadly aimed. 36 to hit. 36 will beat his flat-footed AC. And that is 34 damage. Uh, sorry, 38 damage with deadly aim. It's now the knight's turn. Red is going to five-foot step to the west in blue is going to come around this table and put himself in a flanking position with red. They're both going to attempt to smite good on Uhtred, but it does not work, being lawful neutral. It's going to be a 31 to hit. Nope. Uh, 33 to hit with flanking. Uh, I think 33 hits. You do have mirror images still. I do, so I'll have to roll for a mirror. Nice. Okay, how many six. images you got? It's six of them. So I'm going to roll a D8, ignore the 8, and a 1 is Uhtred. 7. All right, here comes the second guy. Well, that's a 20 to hit. That's going to miss and not yep. take a mirror. Yep. Uh, oh, but the first guy can actually full attack, so let me roll that for him real quick. The second attack. Oh, uh, no. Just no. Okay. Uh, that would have been, a, I think, a 15 total. Yeah, I get All a right. mirror back for that low. Uh, no, you <laughs> don't. All right. Uh, uh, let's see. Orange. Yeah, bring him on over to the party. He's going to move over here, uh, like around the opposite side of that table. 20 feet is a move action. And Randolph, give me a will save. A will save? Yep. So he sees, Why me? He, he doesn't. Well, Uhtred's being flanked, so he's kind of taken care of. But this guy wanted to see who else was back there. Vipira's invisible. He doesn't see her, but he does see Randolph. Well, 15. I think that should take care of him. <laughs> T- 
take care of him right right well it should hey take care of him where him is randolph uh so randolph you feel uh your body freeze up but with a 15 will save you fight off the effect yes the green knight is going to take a five foot step just kind of put himself in a position where he's got a little bit of cover from rogyar behind that table uh, and Rogyar, give me a will save. Nine. You feel your body tense up as you fail your save versus a hold person spell. Oh, balls. Uh, hold person. Uh, if you fail your save, you become paralyzed and you freeze in place. You are aware and can breathe normally, but you cannot take any actions or even speak. Each round, uh, you may get a new saving throw to end the effect. Uh, making that saving throw is a full round action that does not provoke. Alright, uh, I'll take that. Up next is Vipira. Man, we're really beating Axel down as a DM if he's willing to set her for three swings and misses, a failed <laughs> spell, and one successful. Listen, one of those swings was a hit and I took out a mirror, and I'll take that as well. <laughs> I feel like you're only making my case now. It's only it's it's just a matter of using up your resources. You're doing a good job of that. Sutrid's almost out. Exactly. Um, Vipira is going to just claw claw because she doesn't see a flanking opportunity really anywhere. All right, so she's just clawing the guy that's right in front of her. Yeah. All right. Oh, oh, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh, natural 20 uh, right. with the confirmation being a natural 19, which puts me at a 34. That will confirm against his flat-footed AC minus 2. You know, I know <laughs> Uhtred is the crit fisher of the group, but uh, since we came down here, Viperior has been keeping pace pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had a lot of... A lot of subterranean crits. Yeah, this has been nice. <laughs> All right. So the slashing crit here. This is called missing digits. Only normal damage. But the target loses 1d3 fingers. And it takes one con and one strength drain. But fortitude save negates the drain. That now, DC 34 fortitude save to negate the drain. <laughs> uh, and they're wielding two-handed swords, right? They have a shield and a longsword. So... Can you wield a longsword with... Yeah, that's what I want to know. As little as well, two fingers? Well, let's uh, let's see how many fingers he actually loses. Let's, uh, let's do the damage first. So normal damage, non-crit damage. All right, so non-crit is going to be 29 plus 5, 34. Okay. And uh, what were all the other parts of the crit? Uh, something about con drain or something. Yep, he loses one d three fingers, and he needs to make a fortitude save, or he's going to take one con and one strength drain. Okay, so here's his fortitude save. Natural six ain't going to do it. Here's yeah. the one d three, two fingers. Which fingers though? Because like pinky and you know ring finger. That's the ring finger and the middle finger. <laughs> the two radicals. <laughs> That's like the uh, heavy metal sign, yeah? Yeah. He can no longer <laughs> do the heavy metal. He's permanently doing the heavy metal sign. <laughs> it's appropriate. Uh, I'd say that he could still 
wield his sword like that. I mean, he took one strength drain and one con drain from losing those fingers. I think I... as long as he has a finger, like a, a strong finger, if it was pinky and thumb, I would say no. And if it was anything and not thumb, I would have trouble believing that as well. But yeah, I, I agree. I think he could do that. Yeah. Uh, Viper gonna do one of her sneak attack penalties? On this um, guy? Yeah. Uh, she is going to do a minus two to, to AC. Yeah. Uh, which is a minus four for me. And then, uh, one strength damage. Good call. Taking his total strength damage to two. And then my second attack is going to be a 19 to hit, uh, with minus four to his AC. 19 will hit his AC minus four. All right, uh, that's 16 damage. All right. And then Viper will take a five-foot step behind Uhtred on this one, uh, or uh, diagonal to Uhtred. Okay. Up next is Randolph. All right. Randolph is going to have a quick pep talk with Elias, and they're going to run in screaming and flailing their weapons around. <laughs> Can you... Uh... Let us know what they're screaming. Could you, could you pl- role play that out? Yeah, it's like, uh, all right, the lights are ready. This sounds pretty hairy in there. Let's let's charge in and, and do our best. You! He shoots a gun off. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the crack of his scythe. Runs in rootin' tootin'. I knew I liked Randolph. He doesn't shoot anyone with the gun. He just... Shoots it off in the air for intimidation. It's purely there for for dramatic effect. (laughs) Right. Everyone quiet down. Bang. Drops it on the floor, pulls a scythe out. Can I get in this position to fight Redman? Yeah, that'll provoke from blow. That's okay. I want Tolias to join in on the melee. All right. Remember, Randolph, you are still flying. Oh, yeah. Yep. Makes it even cooler. So, like, that is a. Just for theory, you could even be. S- I could in go the, even in the space. Well, I'm saying you could be in the space directly above Thalias, so you can both attack the same guy, and then um, you would, and then you would have the high ground. Okay. Yeah, I like that. The only thing I was thinking of is I said charge in, and it just <laughs> it's classic uh, Randolph's like got this plan where he's going to charge in and start wrecking everyone, but he takes one step into the door and there's a guy <laughs> there, so he has to fight him. <laughs> so where do you end your movement? I'll end my movement above Thalias, both fighting um, the blue guy to the left. I, I wanted to fight the first guy I ran into, but I didn't want to keep Thalias in the hallway. And it, I thought I would have to do that by if I stopped there. But if I don't, then yeah. All right. Yeah, that won't provoke either. So sweet. All right. Go ahead and attack. Oh, power attack, obviously. Oh, oh, it's a, it's a crit. <laughs> Keeping on theme. Holy shit. With a 28 to confirm. That's going to confirm. Yeah. Holy so shit. This is the most oh, oh, damage hold you've on. ever done I, on this guy. <laughs> hold, yes, it's absolutely the most damage you've ever done. This is called <laughs> Lean Into the Blow. Oh, God. Triple damage. <laughs> but you drop your weapon. I oh, drop damn. my weapon? Yeah, you drop yeah. your weapon because it's going to completely cut him in two and keep going. <laughs> so, But uh, I thought Scythe's had... Uh, weird multiplier anyway they already do times four so with so now you're doing times five yeah (laughs) dude i can't count that high (laughs) (laughs) jesus oh my god that's 
89 damage. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Thalias just comes in and slices this guy in half, and with a clatter, uh, his scythe uh, falls to the floor. I made fun of you for shooting off the gun and pulling out the scythe, but apparently you knew better than I did. Why do gun damage when scythe damage work? Holy shit. Jeez, uh, where is this leave Thalias? Um, well, he can... can he, con- he can, can just keep continue. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just roll a crit for him, too, and kill this guy? Yeah, why don't I? <laughs> Fucking jerk. Like, Th- like I just mad- imagine, like, Thalias, like, runs in, and he's got, like, his shovel arm, like, wound back to strike, but then Randall from above just slices <laughs> him in half. So he just turns around, shovel arm cocked back still, takes another step, and then hits Red with it. Uh, yep. Uh, 26. 26 hits. Uh, 13 damage. All right. And uh, for those keeping track at home, 89 plus 13 is over 100. I'm the greatest. <laughs> I'm in the illustrious hundo club. Yeah, I remember the first time I broke 100. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now it is Uhtred's turn again. All right. I'm going to take a five-foot step up to be on the side, like in line uh, parallel with the red guy. And then uh, I'm going to take a full round with Valo on him. All right. The first one is a 22 to hit. And I believe he's fatigued. And I intimidated him for two rounds. Yep. So 22 is going to hit. Okay. That's going to be eight damage from the scimitar. And 11 damage from non-lethal cold damage. So, second attack is uh, 26, but it's an 18 on the dice for a crit threat. And okay. then the crit confirm is a 30. Oh, god damn it. Yeah, because you had 10, <laughs> 10 to it. <laughs> 10. It's a stupid that's gonna, amount. That's going to confirm. Of course. All wow. Right. <laughs> All right. The slashing crit here is called Across the Eyes. Normal damage, and the target is permanently blinded, but the blindness can be negated by a reflex save, DC 30. And the magic crit is called turned around. Double damage, and the target can only take one move or standard action next round. Oh, perfect. We'll take that one. Okay, so give me damage. Uh, let's see here. Damage is going to be... Yeah, the, the scimitar is going to be uh, 19 damage. And then uh, the non-lethal coal damage is another 28 damage. I'll try another intimidate to keep him going longer. Well, well he's if, just if, dead now. Okay. Not and if that's an immediate action, you can only do it once per round for oh. the intimidate. I don't know if sense. it's immediate or uh, or if it's I, a free action. I believe it. I don't believe it's an action, but I think it is still limited to once per round. I mean, you can't get any more intimidated than just dying about it. <laughs> so. I'm the crit guy around here. I say to Randall. Hey. Uh, I've been watching you. All right, it is the old man's turn, and uh, he turns to the side, and he just <laughs> he spits out a uh, like a, like a wad of of rags that was gagging him, and. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Your days are numbered now, you bastards. Get him! 
he turns to you guys and he's like rooting for you. He's like, come on, get him! Uh, Rogiar, you are still paralyzed, but you can make a will save. Will save it is. Ooh, 25. All right, as a four-round action, you fight off the effect. All right, and then I will five-foot float to the south. Start lining up a cleaner shot, and that's my turn. Okay. Knight's turn. Orange is going to five-foot step. That's a mistake. Up to Uhtred, and he's going to full attack. It's a natural 19 for a critical threat. Yeah, what is it? That's going to be a, a 34 to hit. <laughs> Barely makes it. All right, let's roll to confirm. It's going to be a 31 to hit. That is not going to confirm. All right, uh, let's do mirrors. Uh, How many mirrors you got right now? Five? Yep. Okay, so I'm going to roll a d6. So one is Uhtred. Four. All right, uh, second hit. That is a 18 to hit. Nope, and no mirror. Okay, green is going to come around the other side of this table and he's gonna go after Randolph. The oh, weaponless Randolph. Weapon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep. And I'm in the air. Uh, yep, that's not gonna stop him. And he's gonna smite good on Randolph. Oh, am I good? I shouldn't I think be. so. I shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't feel very good. I think you're I'm neutral good. good. I'm neutral good. Neutral good. All right. That's a natural 19 to, conf- to uh, th- uh, critical threat. Hmm. And then we've got a 24 to confirm. Nope. Uh, My plus three is working overtime. Uh, nope. Okay. That's still going to hit. Take 13 damage from the longsword and give me a will save. Yeah, jeez. A will save, you say? I say. 15? That's going to fail. What? And as his uh, his weapon, which is crackling with this dark energy, as are all of their weapons on the first uh, attack they do per round. I just haven't hit. lose track of mentioning it unless they actually hit. Yep. Deals another 18 points of damage. Good lord. And now it's Vipira's turn. Vipira's going to... You know what? She's going to go invisible and... Uh, move to a flanking position with orange here. All right. Randolph. Now, what are the odds I can pick up my weapon without getting blasted? So you can take a five-foot step to essentially like land back on the floor uh-huh. and pick it up as a move action, but that's going to provoke. Yeah, so just keep it. I'll five-foot float backwards, and I'll have Thalias step in front like the bodyguard he is. All right. And he will full attack, power attack, 19. 19 will not hit. Damn it, Elias. And uh, 12 with a natural one on top. All right, roll to confirm. 15 to confirm. 15 confirms. Oh, no. And this is a natural attack, correct? Yeah. Well, as natural as ectoplasmic goo can be, yes. <laughs> well, because there, there's there's critical fumbles for natural and melee. I'm just differentiating, this is considered a natural yeah. attack. It is a natural attack. All right. So this is called, that tastes awful. If this was a bite attack, you're nauseated for 1d6 rounds. Oh, well. Uh, you lucky bastard. <laughs> that was lucky. <laughs> Pretty much. And, um... For Randolph's turn, he's going to toss himself a quick healer with the wand. 
just peppering in the fun. Twelve. All right, Uhtred, you're up. If it's not broke, don't fix it, right? Another full round with Valo, this time on Orange Guy. So sure. uh, it doesn't I mean... even matter because my first one's a natural one. Okay, roll to confirm. Now, do I get to add the plus ten to? Uh... No, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a twenty-eight to confirm. All right, that does not confirm. Okay. Uh, and then the second attack was a 13 to hit. That does not hit. Well, that's uh, two big whiffs coming out of me. All right, cool. Uh, it's the old man's turn again. And he's like, he's like, that's okay. They're, you got him on the ropes. Just keep hammering at him. Uh, Rogiar. Uh, Rogier is again going to five foot float to the south, and he's going to gather power to empower an air blast at the green one. Oh, yeah. that That's why Uhtred actually missed both swings. He knew Rogier was coming up, and he'll actually finish his turn by making a finger gun and shooting the orange guy. I'm shooting the well, green Rogier's one. Rogier's shooting green. <laughs> yeah, I turn around, I finger gun the green one. <laughs> um, and I will do a pushing infusion as well with this okay deadly aim 23 to hit 23 hits and that's gonna be 63 damage fuck you 63 damage and uh, green's been hit yet well it's a 23 against his cmd to push him back that pushes him back five feet all right okay so now the knight's turns green is gonna Five foot step back where he was. He's gonna full attack on Elias. Yeah, it's a mistake. Actually, I think he's gonna he's gonna move around Elias because he wants to keep hammering at the target of his smite. So that's gonna provoke from Elias. Yeah. Ooh, oh my that's god. That's a crit. Thirty-one to hit. All right, roll to confirm. Twenty-one to confirm. That still confirms. Okay, bludgeoning crit. This is a staggering blow, um, so it does normal damage and double non-lethal damage. Oh, shit. Okay, so give me normal damage, Thelias. Uh, nine plus four. Okay. And then double non-lethal. So that's 30, uh, 26 non-lethal? It's yeah. It's 32 non-lethal. Yeah. Yes, you're right. Okay. Uh, so that knocks him unconscious. And he never yeah, gets brother. he never gets to make that attack against the target of his smite. Nobody hits the Lias's Randolph. Uh Orange's turn, and he's gonna done. full attack on Uhtred. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, what should he have done, Nick? Turn and ran for his life. Yeah, yeah, that would have worked <laughs> out. Uh natural eleven. Natural seventeen on the iterative doesn't uh, do anything, so he misses twice. I tried warning you. Uh huh. Viper, you're up. Viper's gonna claw, claw. All right. This is gonna be big. Here we go. Oh. All right. Um. Does a nineteen hit? Nineteen will hit his flat-footed minus two. All right. That is going to be. 28 damage. Oh, wait. Sorry. 31. Uh, 31 damage. Okay. And then claw number two is going to be 20. Hold on. Oh. You doing one of your sneak attack things? 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm going to do a minus two to AC and then a, um, a minus two is strength, I guess. Okay. And then does a 22 hit his AC minus four? Yes. All right. And that's going to be 32, 36 damage. Whew. Wow. And that's going to be another minus one to his uh, strength. Okay. He's not feeling great. Neither's yeah. green. No well, green's just, unconscious, uh, so. Yeah, it was just a nice late, uh, you know, 37 damage. Or 67 damage from Vipera. Yep. And yep. it is now Randolph's turn. All right. I really do want that scythe. Um, so I'm going to fly down to get it. And um, me and... Uh, actually, I'm going to send Thalias off over here to fight the last remaining guy. And as I pick up my scythe, I'm going to attack uh, Green to make sure that he doesn't get up. Okay. All right. So here's my attack on Green to make sure he doesn't get up. Go ahead. 22. 22 hits. For 15 damage. And that's it for me. And then Thalias is going to slam Space Jam style. 29. 29 hits. For 15 damage as well. Randolph and Thalias clean up. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. Kill stealers. God damn it. Yep, <laughs> we're the best, best in the biz. You got kills, we'll steal them. The the last night falls, and uh, the old man, he's still standing behind bars, and he flashes uh, his uh, a, a teeth. Uh, he flashes a, a grin of rotten teeth, and he. Uh, his eyes are, are wide open. He looks a little desperate. He says, Friends, oh, you do not know how happy I am to see you. Please, get me out of here. Yes, that, that's what heroes do, right? I'll, I'll tell you everything. I'll even fight beside you to get out of here. Just please, <laughs> don't abandon me. Where are the keys? We took them off of the... Uh, we took some keys off of the, uh, the Tengu. I don't know if those are the keys to the cell, but we can try them. But well, before we uh, try them, let's yeah, get I, I much say we leave this guy in here until we're ready to leave. Yeah, I, I, no, I think no. your uh, release will be dependent upon how much information you're willing to give. No, no, I want to go in there. Like Vipir turns to the rest of the group, grim-faced. I want to go in there. Well, you just have to wait a little longer. Let's interrogate him first oh I'll interrogate well we don't know if we're safe here yet or not he's yeah, not I definitely don't want to exactly <laughs> we need we need to make sure that no one else is going to interrupt us before we worry about him he's not going anywhere well we can question him now and then if he provides evidence worthy and information warranting his release after we finish clearing this place, we can release him. He says, "Yes, I, I, I can be. I can be very useful to you. I, I have all sorts of information." But he, his eyes kind of flit towards Vipira, and he says, "I, don't, I don't need. I, I'm not. I'm not going to talk if, if it looks like she's just going to come in here and and off me. That's, that's not going to happen." Well, then you can starve in here, for all I care. We will go through the rest of this building, eliminate all other beings in here, and you will starve. 
If I refuse to talk and then let you just come in here and kill me? Seems like an easier death, don't you think? I don't like the way this is going, girl. You need to take a step back. What do you want me to say? I'm sorry. Well, I'm not going to start lying to you now. I'm not exactly brimming with regret for anything I've ever done. But if that business up at the surface is a hang-up with you, well, let's let's just let bygones be bygones, eh? I just, a kid. Burning, burning down a building? That's going to... That... A kid. A kid was in that building. You Look, it will. was nothing personal. Oh. I didn't know there was a kid in that building. But it's feeling very personal. What, was he yours or something? Is it a good friend of yours? A kid is a kid. The things he experienced should not have been done by your hand. And I'll see to it that it will never happen again. If you wish to leave him here for the time being, so be it. But understand, once he's out, he is mine. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to agree to that one. I don't care. Vipira, you haven't learned yet. You don't give orders to anybody. That's you know, fine. It's never worked before. It's not going to work now, little girl. Vipira goes invisible. Uh, he backs up. And uh, he is cuffed. But as he backs up, he kind of fumbles with his wrists. And it looks like he had previously, before you guys uh, entered this room, uh, like kind of loosened those cuffs. He's like, kind of like an escape artist. Uh, thing and his cuffs fall to the floor and he's just kind of like looking around uh, like he's looking for Viperia or something so what's everybody doing? I don't even know I wasn't expecting Viperia to basically be you're dead no matter what especially in every other interrogation she's been like I'm not cool with just cold blooded murdering I would I, I think Uhtred's feelings now would be instead of trying to pump him for information right now let's just continue clearing the place like yeah i agree i don't think he's gonna give us anything remotely close to being useful now because he's like all right why would i give you anything if i'm just guaranteed to be dead yeah my peer will go where the rest of the group goes but the rest of the group is not gonna see where she's at all right uh so unless you guys like sprint out of the room you would see this guy continue to kind of do his thing and he, uh, so after he slips loose from his cuffs, he fumbles around with his cloak and he, like, looks like it's like a little hidden pocket inside. And he, he looks like he's, like, afraid of, like, Vipera coming in here and, and killing him. He has no idea if she's got the key or not. Uh, and he pulls out of that, uh, like, this little hidden pocket, uh, what looks like a tiny little figurine. Looks like a, like a little treasure chest. Anybody who has it can give me a knowledge arcana check. I don't like this. Yeah, um, I'm on the other side of the room with Elias looking at uh, the various cabinetries and decor. 19. Okay. Uh, you're not really sure what he's got there, but he uh, he like places the chest on the ground and uh, he like looks back over at you guys and he's like, he's like, look, I already had a ticket out of here, but I wanted to wait and see how things progressed. And I thought you guys might not be a bunch of sociopaths, but well, I'm, we're not, I'm not all taking sociopaths. my chances with you. Yeah, I wouldn't say a bunch. Yeah, maybe one in the group, but one's too many for me. And uh, you're one he, to talk. He kind of uh, he like holds his hand out to the little chest, and he seems to be concentrating on it. 
I'm yeah. gonna blast it to pieces. <laughs> um, yes, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> the confusion. I mean, I mean, you can say I'm gonna blast it to pieces, but like, there hasn't really been like initiative or anything here. I mean, I, I un- mean unless he, like unless it's like a quick standard action thing, like is. I mean, it looks like he's about. I mean, I was about to say he takes a standard action to do something. Okay, well, unless he's disappearing from this room in that standard action, I'm going to then blast the chest. All right, well, he takes a standard action, and with, like, a loud pop, a larger chest appears, and I guess Rogar can uh, take his standard action now. Indeed. Uh, so it's a t- 28 to hit the chest. Oh, hit. It's uh, 40 damage, magical bludgeoning. All right, uh, with 40 damage, that destroys the chest. And he, uh, he like, stumbles backwards, shields his face from the, from the shrapnel, and then he looks back at you guys. Uh, he's, like, very frustrated and afraid. What did you do that for? Well, like we said, you're waiting here until we come back to get you. Yeah, and you can sick that serial killer on me. Oh, we're not going to let her kill you. Doesn't sound like she's waiting for your permission. Well, not like you have much choice now. Have fun. We'll be back. From the uh, from the other side of the room, you hear uh, Randolph and Thelias. That sounds like it's going well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where do you guys go from here? And where is Vipira? Vipira is following behind. I was. I'm thinking we should go through this... I mean, pick a door. I just figured the south, uh, southwest door. Yeah. So real is where quick, we start. Uh, By the way, we've been gathering up quite the collection of potions of bark skin. We should start using those. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I think we have like eleven potions of bark skin. So we should each drink one. They they last for half an hour each. But it's the natural armor doesn't stack with regular armor, right? It does. It does. It, it gives you a plus two enhancement bonus to your existing natural armor. So if you have like an amulet, this will add to to that also. How long do you say it lasts for? Lasts for half an hour. All right. Yeah. I'll take a plus two to my walking around defense, which is now so, a thirty-four. So you guys have three exits to this room. You've got double doors to the southwest, double doors to the southeast, and then in the center. Uh, of the room to the south is like a, like another set of bars but it's like with like a swinging door to a hallway that ends in a curtain oh well I think that's where we should go first then sure okay who's going first uh, I guess I'll go first because I don't know where Pipera is what do I see and I'll drink one of those potions too we all got together and drank one yep even Thalia's gonna have one oh, oh sick Several torture implements dangle from hooks anchored into the ceiling of this room. In the room's southwest and southeast corners, a pair of iron maidens are splayed open, revealing gore-covered spikes. An alcove between the iron maidens holds a wicker cage containing dozens of brown rats. A sheet of blood-stained canvas covers the room's only exit that you had to uh, part to get out to get in there. This is obviously some sort of torture chamber. Quick detect magic. Okay. Back away slowly. 
you are detecting some magic in here, but like in the time it takes you to like focus and like narrow down its location and you're like, oh, it's like right in front of me, but where? And that's when a man appears before you mid strike out of his invisibility. Oh shit, yo. That'll be a 31 versus your flat-footed AC. Uh, yeah. Take 20 points of damage as he just, like, right out of invisibility, gets you, like, right... You gotta just ignore the mirrors. Yeah, you should roll for mirrors. (laughs) Fuck. That's a D6, ignore the 6, and Uhtred is a 1, right? Yes, correct. 3. So he takes a mirror. But But that mirror gets totally throw punched. Obliterated. 20 points of damage. All right, and everybody roll initiative. Uhtred. 28. Rogar. 22. Vipira. 8. Randolph. 23. What's your modifier? 4. I don't like that question. <laughs> 23 initiative. That. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay, Uhtred, you're up first. Okay. Uhtred's going to look at him and say, that was a cheap trick. Now it's my turn. And he's going to take a full round with Vala. Which still has some frostbite in it. Alright. That's a natural 20 to start with a 38 to confirm. Yeah. You might as well. Huh? Sure. Go ahead. <laughs> Superman. <laughs> the Grinch baby for days. Oh my god, I love it. Okay. If you're listening if you're listening at home and you think to yourself, Man, it'd be fun to write up a crit card for these guys by donating on their <laughs> Patreon account, but It'll probably never come up. Well, just fucking do it already before you run out of crit cards altogether. (laughs) Alright, so the slashing crit here is a terrible gash, double damage, and one charisma drain. And the magic crit is excruciating. Normal damage, and the target is sickened for 1d6 rounds. Now, what's the effect of sickened? So minus two on all d20 rolls and damage rolls. Yeah, let's let's go with that one. Okay, so and normal damage. Normal damage. So he takes 11 from the scimitar, and then 11 non-lethal cold damage, and he's fatigued. And I'm going to roll an intimidate uh, with a 21 on the intimidate. And that is enough to leave him shaken for one round. Nice. Um, and then the second attack is a 21 to hit. 21 hits. Okay. That's going to be 11 more damage from the scimitar. Is this guy chaotic? Yes. Okay, so it's going to be 11 more from the scimitar, and then another uh, 15 non-lethal cold damage, and I owe you another 4d6s from the Aminax, man, or whatever it is. Axiomatic. Axiomatic. Wow, I rolled like crap on that. Total of nine from from that. Oh Jesus! Right. <laughs> two one two four. Yeah, I bet you he's feeling real dumb. He could have just stayed invisible, and we might have just left him to be on his own. All right, he is going to attempt to reposition Utrid. Me? He's going to try to swing you around and get you caught in that Iron Maiden to his right. Oh, snap. Oh, shit. So first, let's do a CMB. That's a 32. So I'm going to spend one 
to give myself uh, a plus uh, six, seven? I don't know what my intellect said anymore. Six. <laughs> Which is going to push it above that 32 on my CMD. All right. Now, a CMB is an attack roll. He's not damaging, but I would have to then roll mirrors if if I had hit. But failing to hit, I still failed by less than five, I assume. No, you failed by six. Holy shit. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, after that, he's going to take a five-foot step to the northeast and just kind of be out of the way for all of the other people up there. And now it's Randolph's turn. All right. Randolph and Thalias are going to file in and uh, beat this guy down. Whoa, what was that? Got him. 22. Uh, Randolph, give me a reflex save. Ooh, a reflex save. Hmm. 12. So as you finish your movement and you, uh, you finish your movement to his south. Not so fast. Yeah, I want to be inexplicably lucky. Okay. So you're giving yourself a plus four luck bonus to your reflex save? Yeah. All right. So what's your total? 16. Okay. So you finish your movement uh, to the south of this guy, and you step on a pressure plate. Don't! And the Iron Maiden closes around you. Even with all that luck? Even with all that luck. That's okay. I'm I'm probably fine. And this man just... (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Okay. You take... 18 points of damage. Oh my god. And you take bleed damage, and the Iron Maiden's doors lock shut around you. And if you make any movement while within the Iron Maiden, you're going to take additional damage. Uh huh, uh huh. That makes uh, sense. Including movement made trying to break free. Well, good thing I've got my trusty better half of me. So Ooh. basically. Get him out of there. <laughs> so you've basically was was that a, a move action that you were able to get down there or was that a double move that you had to take that was one move all right so you still have a standard action Thalias well, has a standard action yeah all right for so his standard what are his options so there's a, a break dc to just like break the thing apart mm. uh a disabled device dc well he's not gonna do uh, that or else you can just damage it and you have to overcome the hardness and then, you know, whittle down his hit points. Yeah, all right. I'll, uh, um, I'll just have him, uh, I, I feel like I keep correcting things, but isn't Randolph still flying? Yeah. So, oh, because pressure, pressure plate. He's <laughs> flying. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And you know what's funny? Um, I meant to add this RP, but. While he's flying around with his scythe, he's imagining, is this what the Grim Reaper feels like? <laughs> just like, oh, no, 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 slice. Well, all right, so let's just get rid of all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I I'm am so flying, sorry. which is perfect. And uh, everyone forget there's a pressure plate under me. Is there a pressure plate under Thalias? Like, wh- when did the pressure plate actually trigger? It triggered when you ended your movement where you moved, where you ended it. Whew, well, that's lucky. All right. So the two uh, Iron Maidens, you can see them. I drawn see. On the yeah, map right I see them now. They're 
bigger than I thought. <laughs> I figured it was like a five foot square, you know, would be an Iron Maiden, but it's three five foot squares. This thing's enormous. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what the doors open, I guess, but. Right, right. Yeah. See, I'm gonna, instead of being trapped in an Iron Maiden, all sad and locked away, I'm gonna uh, attack with both my guys. All right. Uh, power powerfully with Go my ahead. 18. 18 does not hit. But Space Jam Slam, 24 to hit. 24 hits. Eight damage. Okay, Rogar, you're up. All right, Rogar is going to fly on into the room, kind of zooming past everyone. Oh, he's going to go kind of like up up towards the ceiling and away from the uh, cabinet full of rats. <laughs> And then he will shoot an air blast at the douchebag with the whip. Uh, deadly aimed. Uh, 32 to hit. That hits. For 37 damage. Sorry, 41 damage. I keep forgetting deadly aim. Okay. Is that all? Yes, that's all I've got. Okay. Vipira, it's your turn. Vipira goes in uh, wandering invisibly uh, and she goes underneath Randolph uh, to try to get to this guy and uh, she steps on a pressure plate. Uh, well, I'll I'll take a pity fuck. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> give me a reflex save. I'll tell you what. Give me a perception check. My perception is going to be 29 for... Uh, that includes uh, danger sense. So you spot that pressure plate and you know that if you step on it, Iron Man's going to close on you. All right. That's way too common. I'm just going to go with the original plan here. Just All right. attack around the corner here. Imagine she's just, she walks up. She kind of like is, is edging past Uhtred and sees that plate and goes, oh, nope, and just backs up five feet. Right. 28 to hit. 28 will hit his flat-footed minus two plus two for cover. Okay. And that is going to be 29 damage. All right. And with that, Vipira pops out of invisibility and this guy is fully taken out Whew, that was close don't step over there there's a there's a plate over there randolph looks directly under him like ah ah he sees the iron maiden ah! <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's see this guy's got three magical potions uh, he's wearing a plus two light fortification studded leather armor. Uh, he has a plus one buckler. He has a plus one pouncing dagger, a plus one amulet of mighty fists, a plus one cloak of resistance, a gauntlet of the skilled maneuver, a cru- and a crude humanoid figurine made of rat fur. Okay, I'm going to need oh. more info on that. <laughs> I mean, I assume we are just going to do a roll off for the rat fur figurine. No, I will kill anyone that tries to stop me from having it. (laughs) (laughs) What does the gauntlet do? The gauntlet of skilled maneuver, I believe, gives you a plus one bonus on a specific combat maneuver check determined at item creation. A plus two bonus on one type of combat maneuver. This one is for bull rushes. Bull rushes? Mm. (laughs) It uh, occupies the hand slot. I already have a gauntlet. Yes, you do. I mean, uh, give me I'll take them. Two... <laughs> okay. I bull rush. Uh, <laughs> you do. <laughs> yeah, but... Oh, yeah! Yeah! 
No, it's perfect. It, what he does is he actually, when he air blasts, the gauntlet shoots out and hits them and pushes them. <laughs> is is what you're doing mechanically a bull rush, or is it just uh, like the effect is they move away five feet? Yeah, the momentum of your kinetic blast knocks foes back. Attempt a bull rush combat maneuver check against each target damaged by this blast using your con instead of strength. <laughs> This is starting to get very skull and shackles on me. Yeah, it's not been a good night for you, has it? No. All right, uh, give me a couple spellcraft checks for the potions. 26, 28, let's go. All right. 25, uh, 30. Two of the the potions are Cure Serious Wounds. One of the potions is Bear's Endurance. All right, now what do you do? Uh, shit. Was that Decidueen? (laughs) That's the name of the guy that's, like, leading this, like, group but I don't know if he would just be hanging out in the fucking <laughs> torture yeah, chamber. He, did he have any ID on him? <laughs> no, he doesn't. I'll fly back out to ask Dondon. Hey, is the, the douchebag in the torture chamber, was that Decidueen? He says, it's Yusidueen. And why should I tell you anything? Well, I presume oh you want to get out of here at some point. <laughs> Give me a diplomacy check. Uh my forte. Oh fuck! Natural twenty for a twenty-one. <laughs> wow! <laughs> no way. He says the man in there is some sort of torture specialist, Rascasco. Yosijuin is an elf. Oh, okay. a very ugly elf. <laughs> Aren't they all? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was dwarf. Very, very dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dondon actually laughs at that. <laughs> Ah, uh, you haven't seen Yasidjuin, though. Well, I'd like to go meet him, so where is he? <laughs> he seems very reluctant to give you guys any information after everything that went down, but with your 21 diplomacy, he kind of sighs and shakes his head. He says, he points to the uh, east side of the room. He says, I haven't seen anything beyond this room, but I know he keeps coming in and out from there. Rogero will kind of like give him a mock salute, like, much appreciated. We'll be back. Yeah, yeah. What's everybody else doing? Viper goes invisible. Carefully walking out of the Iron Maiden room. Yeah. Uh, And by walking, I mean flying. Viper goes back out front, waiting for a direction. We still have two doors to go through, so... Well, Lucky left. Uh, Donovan says uh, the guy in charge is off to the east here. Ah, well, let's go that way. Open the double doors in the southeast of the room. And a spiked cage 15 feet square fills the middle of this long hall, its spikes touching the walls and ceiling. The cage has doors in the center of its north and south sides although the north door is closed and bears a complicated-looking padlock. Uh, I imagine we should check the keys that we took off of the the Tengu. He said padlock. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Forget I said anything. <laughs> he said this thing that a key goes to, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that sounds really smart, Matt. <laughs> Glad you think so, Nick. Uh, Aaron, give me a perception checks. 23. 12 and 8. 19. All right. 
If this is a trap, 22. Well, you've got three keys. I don't think you've attempted to use any of them. Yeah, let's uh, see if we can unlock this thing. I would give it to the Lias who can go incorporeal or turn into an ooze. All right, yeah, I'd say Thelias goes and opens it then. Yeah, send Thelias up. You can test him out. Thelias, what do you think? You want to do this? He nods his head valiantly. All right. Do you give Thelias the keys? Nope. Uh, yep. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You probably did. <laughs> uh, all right. Does he use key number one, two, or three? Roll. He looks back at us with three keys in his hand. I just shrug at him, look at the group. Uh, whichever one feels right, Elias. Trust your heart. Uhtred flashes him two fingers. He sees the two fingers come up and is like, mm, that doesn't feel right. And he uses key three in the keyhole. All right. He, uh... And I'm prepared to blast him back into my mind if something goes horribly wrong. Okay. So Elias takes the third key, inserts it into the padlock, turns it. The padlock opens with a click. He stands looking back like, did I do it? And I'm going to suggest, you know, mentally suggest that he goes in or opens the door, but doesn't go in. All right. With a, a high-pitched, <clears throat> the door is swung open. Nothing else happens. Rogier is going to fly back and start dragging one of those knight's bodies over here. <laughs> <laughs> And I gotta, I drag it over, and I hand it to Randolph. Like, uh, I'm gonna need you to toss it, lad. All right, I haul the body up, and then I stand next to Thelias here, and we're gonna give it the old heave ho on three, one, two, and then I throw on three, and he throws on go. So it kind of <laughs> helicopters its way shortly in, <laughs> like a, like a. Like a dead duck. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the term when you yes, throw a football yes. poorly? All right. Uh, yeah. So the the knight flops onto the floor, uh, like just five feet to your south. Nothing happens. Step we did our it. job. <laughs> Good work, flies. All right. I think you should just gotta try and fly through the other side at that point. Yeah. Wait. Uh, I stop. I stop Butrid from going through. And uh, my pure starts going Elias. through. Oh, I, I try and stop everyone. Hold on, I, hold on, oh. hold on, hold on. Oh, <laughs> let's let's let Joe finish his sentence. Uh, it, well, yeah, it was gonna be more along the lines of uh, as an RP moment, like he's talking and Vipir just slides through invisibly. I but, mean, yeah, I can't see you, so that's you know, if you want to yeah. do that, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I was but, gonna uh, have go Thelias go through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm, I would have Thelias go through before one of you because I can always put him back in my brain if something right, goes horribly right. wrong. So I stop Uhtred, and Tom, if you're determined to just yeah, go oh, in, yeah. I mean, I, is, I can't stop you. Yeah, no. Vipira sees no reason. All right, so while I'm saying that, you know, conferring with Elias that he's, you know, prepared to go through you... Uhtred sees reason in this and <laughs> decides to wait. As long as it's someone else saying they're going first, then Rogar's fine with it. <laughs> <laughs> if I make it across... Vipira will become uninvisible and be like, nothing happened. Vipira does not make it across. <laughs> Vipira, invisibly, tiptoes past the group into this caged area. 
Mm-hmm. She gets about halfway through, mm-hmm. and the doors slam closed on either side. Uh. <laughs> Holy uh. shit! And the cage springs to life. Oh boy. What at first appeared to be a sadistic, a sadistic spiked cage writhes into unholy life, extending bladed, articulated arms. Everybody roll initiative. Uhtred. 20. Randolph. 23. Rogar. 11. And Vipera. 21. Okay. Uh, anybody who's got it can give me a knowledge arcana check. Nat 20, baby. 25. Ooh, okay. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. 28. I was on a oh, 10. Okay. A 10. A 10. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, you both identify this creature as an Uranag. Uh, the strange Uranag have long vexed scholars, some of whom contend that they're creatures, while others argue that they're complex traps. In truth, they're both. An unsettling example of how reality on the abyss doesn't match mortal expectations. Hold on, excuse me? Reality on the abyss? Yep, it's demonic. What's or it? it's from the plane of demons. That's what the abyss is. It is a construct. Okay. But but it can it be summoned. An extra. It's an extra planar construct born of the abyss. And Randolph can ask me two questions, and Uhtred can ask me three questions. Weakness. How do I? <laughs> How do I take this thing down? What would be my best chance at fighting it? It seems like a scythe wouldn't be a great idea, although, I mean... Uh, you know about its exposed mechanisms. Although an Urnag is a construct, it can be harmed by the methods used to disable traps. A successful DC... Uh, I'm not going to tell you the DC. <laughs> a successful disable device check targeting an Urnag, which is a full round action that provokes attacks of opportunity deals damage that bypasses the Uranag's DR, which is a separate question to know what that is. Uh, the damage is equal to 3d6 plus the character's total ranks in Disabled Device. Additionally, the Uranag is staggered for one round, although it can make a Fortitude save to negate the staggered condition. Alright, well now I gotta know it's, uh, it's DR. Because my whole thing is I want to fight this thing, but what do I know about fighting it? So, DR me. All right, you know that it has DR5 that is overcome by weapons that are both adamantine and good. Oh, okay. My scythe is pretty good. You mean good like the alignment? Mm, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. no. Mm. Yeah. All right, Uhtred, three questions. Uh, what happens if it bites you? If it catches you? <laughs> you want to Probably not when... good things, yeah. You want to know what's about to happen to Vipera? Yeah. Is your question? <laughs> I'd like to know one of those. I assume right. that would fall under, like, a, a cool ability special thing. Yep. Uh, you are witnessing its encage ability. As a swift action, an Urnag can encage a creature that shares its space and is not aware of it, or a helpless creature it has entrapped. 
The target treats the Urnag space as difficult terrain and cannot move out of that space unless it succeeds at a reflex save. Each round a creature remains engaged, it takes 2d6 points of slashing damage. A creature can try to escape by attempting a combat maneuver check or escape artist check. Uh, the DC is equal to the Urnag CMD. Which is probably ridiculously high. Or it can try to smash through a cage wall. These walls have AC of 22 and a hardness 10 and 22 hit points. A wall with a hole smashed in it automatically repairs itself. Squeeze me? So wait, even the cage wall of this thing is part of the creature? Yeah, this entire cage is is the construct. Holy shit. Uh, Uhtred, you have two more questions. (laughs) Oh shit, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... Hey, uh... This isn't a question, but while, while he's thinking, um, I'm just sort of thinking to myself, why didn't the knight tra- trigger our trap? It seems like we thought this through perfectly, and then... Because this is a like, living creature. He was smart enough. Is that why? No, he, was smart he was enough. like, oh, they're just throwing a dead body in here. I don't give a shit about that. I want to trap one of the living creatures in here. Wow, that's awesome. Well, depending on where you are in the trap... <laughs> right, it, 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 right. D- so invisibility wouldn't matter in that instance. I think because you're walking in it, it probably can sense that, right? I don't know. I maybe, maybe you can ask a question about its senses. No, I don't. I don't really <laughs> care yeah. about that now that it's already happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming it has tremor sense, but yeah, it's kind of not uh, kind of moot at this point. Right. Um, we did dr. Let's do any uh, any spell resistance. You know that it does have spell resistance. Uh, it has spell resistance 19. 19! So any, any I don't spell you cast works. on it, any spell you cast on it that is subject to spell resistance, you need to make a caster level check, which is just a d20 plus your caster level. If you get a 19 or higher the spell affects it. If you get an 18 or lower, the spell has no effect on it. Okay. Um, does its ability to rebuild any broken walls mean it has some sort of regeneration ability? Like, in terms of HP? That's what I've been trying to look for. It does... It If, if, that's, if that's your question, it, it doesn't have fast healing or regeneration. Okay. Uh, so, up First is Randolph. Perfect. I am going to... Well, I guess I'm actually flying still, so I'll just stay right where I am, and uh, me and Thelias are both going to bang on that... Wait, what happened with the key thing? What was that key about? Is the pad still there, or was the pad an illusion? I mean, you, you do still see the padlock. Uh you don't up see to Vipira. He... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I assume... I don't know. Did Vipira like verbally announce that she was trapped in there? Yeah. What happened there? Or did like she just snuck by us? She and probably then, just yeah. started see threatening the trap it, saying how she's gonna kill it. <laughs> <laughs> Tom. Oh yeah. No. Absolutely. Like <laughs> Vipira's right. probably all of the like, above. What the fuck? This thing comes okay. alive. Vipira's like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all uh, yeah, so you know that Vipira is trapped in there, and you also know that this thing is a living creature. As far as Thalias with the key, maybe 
it just let Thalias open it because it wanted somebody to come in and Okay, that all trapped. checks out. So we're just going to unload on this thing. Um, all right. Just like the front, uh, the, the part that you would be going through, like where Vipira went in, that's the place I'm attacking. Okay. Powerfully. Now, to be clear, yeah. you're just attacking this creature to damage it, or are you trying to... I mean, to... I tried to break it. Like you're trying to smash a through to a wall? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, 23. That hits. All right. And then there's DR, so this isn't good for me, but 9 plus 6. So 15. Oh, 15. And then the second attack, 21. 21 does not hit. Okay, well... So he will slam for 27 and 10 damage there. Okay. It doesn't and look I'm like any of that got through. 20 to, it doesn't look like any of it got through? Nope. Oh, boy. Now, right. so I, I already told you guys this, but... Uh, like, So you know that the creature itself has DR5. That's overcome oh, by weapons shit. that are adamantine and good. But if you're right. specifically trying to smash a hole in the wall, it has... Yeah. AC 22, hardness 10, and 22 That's hit right. points. That's right. Hardness 10. Okay, well, I tried. I mean... All right, uh, Vipira. Make uh, a reflex save. 25. All right, Vipira is free to move about in her cage. That's real freedom. Sita would be so happy <laughs> right now. Feel fucking free. Um, Vipira's gonna take a five-foot step south and... She's going to claw claw at the wall. So you can either make an escape artist check or a CMB to try to escape, or you can try to break a hole open in the wall. Are you trying to smash a hole in the wall? Like, when you, are you went trying, over... Are you trying to damage the creature? Trying to break a hole through the wall here. Okay, so you're going to be contending with hardness 10. All right. Um, well, sneak attack is going to pop off the first round here uh no you can't sneak attack something with hardness oh you know what fuck it i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to use my um escape artist or with um disable device with uh my lock ability i don't know tom are you what are you what are you doing you just listed like three (laughs) things sorry Uh, uh the um are you trying to escape? Yes. Give me an escape artist check. Here we go. Uh, 20? That fails. You. Yep. Utrid. So, full round with Valo. Frostbite. So, the first one to hit is a 21. 21 does not hit. Okay. Second attack is an 18 on the dice, which is a crit threat, and it's a 26 to hit. That hits. And then it's a yes. 35 to confirm. That confirms. Okay. The crit is called Wall Breaker <laughs> or Trap Slayer. All right. So this the slashing crit is called Cut Straps. Uh, double damage and the armor check penalty of whatever armor this thing is wearing, which it's not, would be doubled until fixed. The magic crit is called Electrocuted. Double damage. And if it's an electricity spell, the target is stunned for 1d4 rounds. Uh, it is not an electric. So, can I pick from one of our custom lists, then? No, because you're still doing double damage. Alright, so double damage? Yep. Okay, it's going to be... Uh, probably can't take non-lethal damage, huh? 
Correct. And it probably can't also be fatigued, huh? Correct. Okay, that's uh, 23 slashing damage. All right. That gets reduced to 18. Found Uhtred's weakness. Well. <laughs> Constructs. You just... Did you really find my weakness? I just happened to get two kind of duddy crits. <laughs> well. Just wait onto my next one. Like a round or okay. two. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Up next is Rogyar. All right. Rogyar is going to uh, five foot float here to get, I guess, a clear shot because this thing's not big enough. Um, and yeah, I'm going to. Rogyar is going to gather power and empower an air blast, deadly aimed. All right. That's going to provoke. Well, shit. I was kind of hoping, like, it only would attack things inside of it. Nope. Uh, so what could only be described as a claw made up of these whirring, bladed, mechanized parts come shooting out to hit Rogyar. Yo, this looks like something like a deranged goblin from World of Warcraft would make. <laughs> like, what is this? This is seriously a thing out of nightmares. Yeah. That's a 21 to hit. Oh, that does not hit. Well, that's good for you because I'm pretty sure if you hit wall ga- if you get hit while gathering power, really bad stuff starts to happen. Probably. But that's a 31 to hit. 31 hits. And let's see. 37 and 18, that's 55 damage. This is with your air blast? Yes. Not fucking with spell resistance. (laughs) I'll take the DR5 over spell resistance. (laughs) Fair enough. All right. Uh, It is now this creature's turn. Vipira takes seven points of damage from just all the crazy shit going on inside this thing. And, uh... It now has three claw attacks. I think it's going to ignore Thalias, since Thalias was the only one that failed to deal any damage to it. So, Rogyar, Uhtred, and Randolph. Let's go with In Rogyar the air, first. Randolph. In the air. Rogyar, like that's a 32 to hit. Yeah, that hits. All right, give me a fortitude save. Why is it that I feel safer in here than I do? Well, <laughs> yeah, again, you might want to just stay quiet and hope you can fly under the radar. Right. You got a gift from him not sending all three of these claws at you. Uh, well, it might not be able to claw something right, inside that's, of that's it. That's kind of my... Oh, maybe. Uh, 22 fort save. As this thing makes contact with you, the pieces of metal that that do so detach themselves from uh, the rest of its limb. And oh, my God. They, they appear to be trying to uh, entangle you, but you manage to fight your way out of it. But you do take eight points of damage. Okay, Randolph. God, this thing yeah. is nightmare fuel. Mm. That is a 31 to hit. Ah, that hits. All right, give me a fortitude save. Uh, 15? 15 succeeds. Oh, at least it's a low you fortitude. Do, you do take 15 points of damage. Oh, whew. okay. And Just 15 then. That is a 28 to hit. Miss, and it doesn't take a mirror. All right. Back to Randolph. Yeah. Hmm. So it looks like we're just wailing away on this thing because I didn't do shit to it with my other tech. Um, you damaged the wall a little bit, but yeah, it looks like you're mostly ineffective. Yeah. I am going to do something crazy here and I'm going to cast. I'm going to. Oh, it could reach Rogyar from where he is flying. What the fuck? 
I'm going to defensively cast haste. Okay. Um, so, so as a so psychic caster, anytime you would need to make a concentration check with a spell that has a thought component, uh, the DC is increased by 10. But you can take a move action to center yourself before yep. casting to, to negate that extra 10. That's what I'll do. Yep. All right. So basically, so it's, it's a full round action. I uh, cast haste. Uh, so give me a concentration check. Can I also get lucky on this one? You could. Or is this not? You could give yourself not a plus eight. All right. This is my last luck for the day, but. That's all right. Usually you never use it. Oh, perfect. Plus eight, 31. <laughs> You're good. Excellent. Everyone has haste, including Phantom Thalias. I thought you were going to say including the construct. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing Fair's hit fair. me, right? What? Yes, this it did hit, hit you. This thing hit me last turn. Yeah. So Thalias is getting dedicated. Hasted oh, yeah. up slam time. All right. Dedicated slam, baby. Power attack. 22. 22 hits. Uh, 11. Dedicated slam number two. 32 for 18. And what's this? A third attack? That's right. 33 for 33 13. hits. So you just see an absolute flurry of blows coming out of Thalias. He is jacked up on uh, on that haste juice. A flurry of shovels. Woo. And you destroy <laughs> the Uranag. What? Holy I just cast a haste. What the fuck? I mean, quick, run around the corner and maybe get in another fight. <laughs> yeah, I guess. What do you guys do? I'm going to request a hit from that wand. Oh, yeah. Here, gather around, gather around. Looks like me and you are the only ones that need it. Yeah, this thing's broken or something. Let me try it again. There we go. So you, you have 20. 15 plus 5. Okay, that's good. And uh, I'll also heal myself from it for 10. Uh, that haste spell was a 9 round duration. And Randolph just did 1, 2, 3, now 4. Uh, so I think you currently have 5 rounds left on that haste. So that's quick. right, I actually have a second haste. So quick, through that door. There is uh, a set quickly. of double doors uh, at the end of the hallway uh, after it uh, turns to the uh, west. Vipira never actually went uninvisible because she never attacked. That's true. Uh, She's the escape that artist. That is true. Yep. Nice. You open these double doors, and a rug bearing a lavish lotus petal motif runs the length of this throne room. A quartet of gruesome taxidermic humanoids stands surrounding the rug, posed as if in agony. To the west, opposite the chamber's entrance, a mahogany throne sits upon a landing a few feet above the chamber's floor. A thick red curtain conceals the wall behind the throne. And standing in front of the throne, you see a a strangely, like, uncharacteristically burly and ugly elf. And he has a massive warhammer in his hands. And he says, Yes, yes, come in, won't you? I'm afraid you're far too late. Gildeus has already approved going forward with the plans. <laughs> As this dude's talking, Vipir starts walking, and she's going to walk off the carpet or whatever the fuck that thing is. What's everybody else doing? 
Uh, as a carpet, yes. I guess I would f- keep flying in at him. The fact that he sell- said Galdeus is all I need to know to hit him. All right, um, it's true. Yep, I'm I'm floating behind uh, behind Utrid. All right, I'll stop you guys right there. And two of these taxidermied figures start to move. Oh God, those look friendly. A thick tangle of discolored entrails cling to these lurching skeletons' torsos and winds upward to lull from their jaws like a clawed tongue. He spreads his arms wide, this elf, and he says, The lich's wrath burns us all, and we'll see you next week (laughs) on the Inspired Incompetence Podcast. Shit's gonna get so fucking crazy. See ya! See ya! (laughs) See ya!